This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> so, Matt, I've noticed something... As I edit the show, because I edit, produce, etc., etc., I'm the best ever. Uh, <laughs> There's so much you do for this show. There is. Uh, promote. Um, actually, a, a couple of interesting things about the numbers, too, which I'll tell you about uh, here in a moment. Uh, welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. Here we are. Uh, where, what, what was, what was, he said, like two episodes ago, um, where the where where the booze is cold, uh, the weed is warm and hits the mind just right, or uh, yeah, it hits it, it hits just right on a mind controlled by MK Ultra or something of that nature. Um, I couldn't have said it more eloquently myself. <laughs> don't don't be a jerk. Okay, all right, fine. Um, thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. <laughs> and we're done. No, um, something I've noticed here is that you, um, I edit out an load of you coughing. Okay, yeah. Because you'll be in a soliloquy about, you know, dark matter or aliens or something, mm-hmm. and you'll just stop in the middle of it, and you'll, and, mm-hmm. then, and then you'll come right back to it, and I edit all those out. And I appreciate for that. For our listeners. I appreciate God that. bless them. Yeah. You know, that's, it's, I'm sort of an unsung hero of, of you know, that I do. Uh, all these things for the show. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I'm actually logging in here to our our, our uh, dashboard for our uh, analytics because I noticed something, Matt. Mm. What'd you notice? Um, well, I noticed a lot of things. I'm a thoughtful man. Don't know if you noticed uh, from the title of the show. I'm going to go ahead and refresh these. Um, yeah, I was taking a look at some of the analytics uh, and we're, we're past uh, 10,000 listens. I think I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Unique listens on every episode. Um, which, you know, I guess divided out is not that much over 117 some odd episodes, but sure. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, excuse me, but, um, one thing I noticed, so I can break it down, I can look at all sorts of metrics and stuff, but I can look at geography, right? Uh-huh. Where folks are listening. And if I pull up the, for the whole show, right, the number one obviously is the United States. North America, uh, uh, thirteen thousand of the of the um, eighteen thousand or so, some odd uh, listens total mm-hmm. uh, come from the United States. Obviously, the second one is the United Kingdom at two hundred and forty-one listens. Okay, Germany at two hundred and thirty, France at two hundred, Sweden at ninety, and so on and so forth. So, Great Britain, Germany, France, Sweden. Yes, yes, okay. are the top. Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't kin to the French, but uh, the Swedish and the Germans are all right with me. Come on board. That's right. Yeah. Um, but then I can go by uh, U.S. geography, uh-huh. and it'll break down all the listens. Now, I noticed this on the most recent episode because I was looking at some of the most recent numbers. They've been higher than normal, and I was looking at them and trying to see if they were mm-hmm. like fake maybe or something. And, and I was NSA, black stuff. sites, that sort of thing. That's right. Well, and that brings me to my next point. Oh. It's interesting that you said that. Is Okay. It's very interesting that mm. you said that. Because hmm. of the states where it's uh, so it breaks it down number one uh, listens by state, and uh, um, and it shows the states that are that are, um, you know we're listening to and 
this stupid thing. I redid this the other day, and now it just it pops up with all kinds of because you'd think that the NSA say. would have their 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 servers and their, their, their traffic all over the globe on proxies, right? So that right. you couldn't necessarily say, "Oh, this th- this is a computer bank for the NSA," right? This you, site right here, you wouldn't expect that. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I was looking at, and I was looking at the most recent episode, and mm-hmm. the number one state uh, in the United States that the listens are coming from was Virginia. Oh, and it was like. Well, that's odd. It followed by Missouri, which makes sense because yeah. we're here. We got friends here, we're local. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talk about some local stuff sometimes. And it was like, well, that's that's odd. I wonder mm-hmm. how it breaks down for the entirety of the show. So I pulled up the entirety of the show, and it shows the top ten states that were listened to, and mm-hmm. and the top three. So in in the third one on the top three just says unknown. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it was not able to pull up a specific state, perhaps or whatever. Um, but the number one is Virginia at eight thousand six hundred listens. From Virginia, and the second one is Missouri at a far lower one thousand nine hundred. Really? Yeah. So Virginia what, is our number one. What is state. in Virginia? I don't know. I I don't even know. I've I mean I know I've been there, <laughs> but what is? <laughs> you just gonna Google what's in Virginia? <laughs> just so you know. No, I don't know. Uh, I would imagine Virginians, but. I, <laughs> Well, for starters, but I don't know, like, so this goes out, well, number one, if you listen in Virginia, can you ping us, send us something, a tweet or a courier pigeon or something of some sort, because I'm curious, I don't know, I mean, I have like one friend. Well, I, ju- I just Googled NSA Virginia. <laughs> and the, the listener data uh, site out there? NSA, Virginia the NSA fast pitch uh, home, it's a fast pitch, fast pitch softball. Okay. Yeah. It's like a softball team? Or uh-huh. What is- for, well, for, it's softball. Okay. okay. I guess there's... Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I was very curious, and I'm like, Virginia? And I know... And like I said, I know like one dude in Virginia, and he's a guy I grew up with. And I mean, we still come in contact. I think we had lunch like last time he came in town and whatever it was, but I was like... <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? No, yeah, it was very odd to me. I was like, "What's what's what could possibly be in Virginia?" And so then I was thinking maybe Washington D.C. or something. I don't know. Like, what's what's in Virginia, listeners? Can you please like enlighten? Because I don't know. Matt clearly does, and he's just swiping on his phone now at this point, which makes for great radio. But uh, well, you're talking. It's a podcast, Matt. That's what we both should be doing. But uh, um. Wow, the top upvoted post on Reddit, by the way, on my homepage. I don't know if you saw it from R-I-A-M-A, by the way. And we could get, I don't know if we want to get into this section of the show yet, but anything in Virginia, Matt? That's sort of- uh, Quantico, the uh, the home offices of the FBI. Really? Um, also three different... Okay, so uh, see, there you go. Three They're- different Homeland Security. In Virginia. Yeah. Now, is the headquarters in Virginia? Uh, I don't know. Well, what do you, what do you okay, have your phone out okay, for? Okay, Google. Where is Homeland Security head offices? This is the part of the show where we do research that we should have done before the show. Well, I didn't know we were going to talk welcome about America. this. Well, I mean, you know, I bring the majority of the content to... Uh... To the program, I'll also edit out this dead air because I do so much for our listeners, dear listener. Just send me a thank you note. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what's in Virginia. I guess is point what I'm trying to say. 
God. I keep typing the wrong thing, Matt. Well, here's the thing. It is is the home office of the FBI. Okay, so, well, maybe then that's... um, In Quantico, Virginia. mm -hmm. Um, Maybe that's it. I don't know. It's very... uh, I I mean, you know, looking at this... You've got, uh, yeah, U.S. State Department, Homeland Security there by Norfolk. You, uh, um, <laughs> I've, yeah, I've been to Norfolk. That's where I went. Yeah? Yeah, as a kid, my dad had a conference out there, and he always used to take the family, you know, back when we were a family. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was kind of ouch. I'm sorry. My family's still, well, they're, they're all alive. We'll put it down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody's going to roast me for that if my family ever listens. But they won't. And I and that's I'm perfectly fine. Well, there with you that. go. I don't want to have to defend my righteous opinions to their bullcrap. Yeah. So, let's do a test here, Matt. I was screwing around with doing a phone call and I, I will mm-hmm. we'll totally cut this out. <laughs> but uh okay. Uh the American Gaming Advisory Office, it's not contact. Here we go. Okay. So, Mr. Frank Ferenkopf, the co-chair of the Commission on Presidential Debates. Now, this number was posted to... Uh, Son of a bitch. What are you doing? It's clearly a fax machine or something. I don't know. I, was, I, I, I dialed the number of... Uh, we'll, try, we'll try one more here. Let's see if that works. Oh, here we go. Let's see if we can... So, Washington, D.C. is in Virginia? Right next to. Right next to. So perhaps some politicians are paying attention. Or perhaps we're getting getting listened to by the NSA, the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, things like that. <laughs> which, is, which is just great. That's all I need. You have reached Josie Hoover, the executive assistant to the president of Wesley Theological Seminary. I am away from my desk right now, but please leave a detailed message and I will So they changed the number Thank apparently. You. That was a voicemail, clearly. But uh, I was trying to contact Michael D. McCurry, the co-chair of the Commission of Presidential Debates, mm-hmm. uh, so we could leave him a voicemail uh, and tell him to let Gary debate, obviously. Yeah. Probably um, won't happen. Because that's the number one thing that yeah. the country needs right now. But, uh, well, here's the executive director. Yeah, stop screwing around with this. But, uh, anyhow... Yeah, screwing around with taking phone calls. We're we're getting to that point. I want to have folks call in or us call mm-hmm. folks uh, that you want to get on a list or something. Uh, no, get, we are on a list. I think we <laughs> just proved it. <laughs> All the listens in Virginia. I don't know, man. It's weird stuff, right? Like it just so cause I, cause I, FBI I, headquarters there. Some NSA Department of Homeland because I think I checked like a year ago there. and Missouri was it, which of course made perfect sense because I'm like, well, we. All our friends and family, you know, are are probably here. So is it safe? But Virginia, to, Matt. Is Virginia. it safe to say that in the past, in the past year, over half of our listens have come from? Yeah, Virginia. Well, well, for the entirety of the show, the number one state that has listened to our show is Virginia. For the entirety, for every episode, that's the wisdom metric for and every they've, episode. They've made up that distance in a year. Yes, because and I think it was about a year ago that I last checked, and Missouri was number one. Yeah, yeah. So they've crushed it, Virginia. <laughs> Virginia, that's right. So if you're listening in Virginia, and 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 as a bonus, we'll pay you not uh-huh. not very much, but we will pay you if you're a part of a government agency and you listen to us and you live in Virginia. How about that? 
uh, that's a lot of money we're going to be shelling out no, because it's not. apparently they're listening. Well, yeah, but these guys aren't. Apparently, gonna, aren't we're distant and identify themselves. But we'll we'll set it up. Shoot, shoot us an email, a text, a tweet, whatever. It's, mm-hmm. it's clear how to get a hold of us. Give that some thought. dot com. You'll be able to find everything. Sure. But yeah, please, I would love to uh, just send us. I want that. Let's. <laughs> if I could, bro- if I could get, a I'm just. Deal. It's, it's kind of blowing my mind right now. I never thought that I. I that's really yeah. that I would be the subject of, of espionage. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, were you born in a of country that's not the United States? I guess so, right? Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, man, I oh, hate man. to, uh, I hate to break it to you, but we're all subjects of surveillance. Yeah. yeah. So you're welcome, America. Well, so doing so, the Lord's work. So the state where Quantico is, the state where. Uh, Department of Homeland Security, right there next to Washington D.C. That's right. Um, as intelligence community, yeah, uh, is is thick there. Mm-hmm. Right there um, in Virginia, where apparently, yeah, our number one set of uh, listeners are probably computer banks looking for keywords. It's probably not even physical people <laughs> sitting at computers. They're probably just listening but for keywords they- like Quantico and Clinton. Like oh well, let's just get okay. ISIS bomb. Let's just get them all. Let's just we'll we'll just this will be our number uh-huh. one listen to episode. Yeah. Um, threat. You already said ISIS leaks, bomb dildo emails earplugs. I, um, well, um, mm-hmm. what is what else? Grindhouse, Al Qaeda, four sats, forty seven. Bin Laden, uh, ninety three. Building seven. Oh oh yeah. There you go, Matt. That's uh-huh. yeah. Uh, let's see. Flat Earth. Uh huh. Show us the picture of Osama bin Laden's body. That's right. Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, here, hashtag nudes. We're just we're, we're feminism. Just crush it. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gamergate. Triggered. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> Caramel frappe. What's? Yep. Yep. What else? Well, okay. So the white girls. We're yeah. Get, we'll hit everybody. We'll yeah. hit everybody uh-huh. here in this little mm-hmm. uh, segment. This is a, our popularity concert. Um. Uh, Ten, ten things every middle-aged white man does. Number seven will blow your mind. Gun control. <laughs> That's there. You go. Okay. Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. AK forty-seven. Let's just yeah keep the alt right. <laughs> Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Search for truth. Info wars. Manly P Hall. <laughs> Fox News. Uh, Tea Party. I'm mm-hmm. sure is a big one. Uh, Ted Cruz. Let's just car loan. <laughs> National budget. There we go. Yeah. Well, there we go. This should be mathematically speaking. Mm-hmm. If we've if we've uh, cracked the formula, this should be our highest listened to episode ever. Yeah. But I'm, it's probably not even live people. It's probably just a computer program. They're yeah. automatically downloading, scanning through, yeah. looking for certain keywords yeah. in certain Well, in they're probably being ways. flagged to be viewed by real people because yeah. they can't interpret your coughs. Yeah. If we're being not, well, like, mm-hmm. the computer program's like, I, unintelligible, eh. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have to, get a, have to get a live one over here. <laughs> we have to get a real human to try and interpret match drivel. <laughs> <laughs> We've arrived. We've we've arrived at a point. Now, you've never smoked on air, though. Weed. No, no, not weed. Yeah, yeah. I have a certain respect for the craft, sir, <laughs> of podcasting. Okay, no, you don't. All right, you're so full of shit. Um, where were we? <laughs> uh, how about that Johnson Weld shirt you got on? I. That's right. I. You can see it here. We can post a picture uh, if you like. But yeah, so this is uh, this is the new thing, Matt. Yeah. I he had a sale. Uh, you know, and every political campaign, it's funny how I can go to like 
teespring.com or teahunter or any of these other thousand places on the internet that sell shirts and you get like you know they'll do like grab bag days and stuff and you'll you get like six shirts for like 40 bucks Mm -hmm. and but any political and this is the same is true for trump like you spent how much was it for the make america great again hat uh 36 37 bucks by the way that's a picture we need you in the hat and me with this (laughs) how about you wearing the shirt and the hat there you go uh mind blown but uh yeah 36 bucks for one hat Uh right and it's not even it's not like that great i mean it's just a hat yeah (laughs) yeah yeah uh, and this shirt, I think, was like twenty. After, after shipping, it was like twenty four bucks, and that was on sale. I think the regular price is thirty, and they had like a fifteen percent discount because the fifteen percent, you know. But apparently, so I'm on his email list, and apparently, he's doing. There's like, and I don't know if it's like swing states or what the criteria is. I don't watch television, so I wouldn't know. But apparently, there, there's they're buying television ads now. The Johnson Weld uh, campaign. So mm-hmm. you know, which obviously I'm I'm. In favor of, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like I said uh, before, I've even come across some stuff where I'm like, ooh, don't know if I like that about the campaign, particularly uh, Bill Weld's nonsense that he that he uh, spouted about guns because he clearly has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry, when compared to the other two candidates, he's the only one that makes sense. Now, that being said, let's get into this other thing uh, that we talked about last week. Um, I don't know where to start here. So... <clears throat> Johnson and it's apparently it's a selling point for the campaign. I, I don't I don't know where sort of the majority of folks lie on it or whatever, but the TPP, right? Mm-hmm. And we mentioned it briefly I think last episode. Yeah. But so apparently Johnson is for it. And both of the other candidates, uh, Clinton and Trump are against it. Mm-hmm. Now, couple of thoughts from the gut as this show is so want to be. From the gut, my my feeling is that if Trump and Clinton happened to intersect on whatever it was, I don't yeah. care if it was the TPP or who should be, you know, appointed dog catcher. If they both agree on it, I'm automatically well. I I don't then that's that's not then I'm the other way. Yeah. Okay. Because of how little I feel that they represent me. Mm-hmm. Now, there has been some other stuff. I think you had even brought it up on this program before. Um, just when it was coming out and, and, and um, uh, sort of the, some of the details were coming out because there's some very suspect things um, in this what is masked as a free trade agreement, right? Uh, because that's, that's what is being touted as uh, for the folks that, that are in favor of it. And that's, I think that's Johnson's whole thing is that I'm in favor of free trade, right? And yeah. to be fair, in most of the contexts that I've heard him talk about it, it's been I'm for free trade. So I'm for the TPP. Now that being said, where do you land? Give me, give me maybe the cliff notes on the worst parts of the TPP. Okay, give me that, and then tell me why you think what behooves both Clinton and Trump, who are so polarized and 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 opposite ends of the scale, to both be uh, against it. Well, I'm going to start with the second part first. That's fine. Okay. Uh, you remember? You, do you know? Are you familiar with the old the, the question, logic question? Uh, you're, you, Would you uh, steal bread to feed your family? No, there's, there's, there's two people in front of you. <laughs> right. You're trying to. They they have a secret. You're trying to find out that that, that secret. Yeah. One of them always tells the truth. Yeah. One of them always lies. Yeah. And this is what you have. Yeah. And you have Trump and Clinton mm-hmm. always lying. Yeah. Gary Johnson always telling the truth. Okay. 
maybe it doesn't apply so much with Johnson, but... Because there's some murkiness. With Clinton and Trump, I think they're probably both lying. Because Just the about T- being for it. Because the, T- or, against, well, the TPP me. is so controversial with so many people. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's one more thing that links our country and the politics of our country. Mm-hmm. Um, to a global community. And the, uh, the platform of our country to the agendas and the platforms of other countries. Um, it's one more thing that makes us less um, of a sovereign nation and more of a larger part of a conglomeration of nations. Which I think is the globalist agenda is to have every to have completely open borders with the currency to have everybody cetera, cetera. Uh, to to have everything be exactly the same everywhere. Um, the T- the TPP allows for and all most of its forms because um, this is a law that's been shot down a lot and keeps now by different countries or just just by us by many countries. Okay, and their legislation just—it it was defeated in Australia, and now they last year in Australia, and now they've got another um, version version of it in Australia. Okay, and it's happened like two or three times here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that they're trying that that there's there's a lobby out there trying in all ways to uh, to get this passed. Yeah, and um, and Clinton and, and Trump both know exactly how unpopular it is. Um, and at this point, you have sites like Reddit that has been very anti-TPP. Yeah. And that's a lot of where I get my bias against it from is mm-hmm. because that's my main echo chamber. Um, I, I, it, it, it allows for, for countries to uh, exert leverage against governments or it allows for private companies to exert leverage against governments. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In order to have them change the laws or or lower taxes and things like that, it allows them to to have uh, more. Um, what's the term I'm looking for? More more leeway in how they do business in this country or that country. Um, personally, I, I, I anything that's that's in in the interest of the globalist agenda to make a one world hegemony, uh, a one world government. And and this, this that's what it is, uh, it, and we'll, we're we're never going to have a one world government in name, okay? Yeah, we're never going to have be that a system. It's going to be a system of smaller governments, which is what we have now, right? Right. You're just trying to solidify that so it can't be broken apart, right? Um, you know, the international banking system is part of that. Uh, exactly. Well, and and some of the point I made to you last week when we were talking about it, which was totally off air, it was just us us. Uh, bullcrapping around but and and i i don't say this and to to correct with the listeners which is something that you kind of asked me but and i don't say this in a sense of well we're already there so let's just let's just hook line and sinker and take the blue pill and the red pill and be done with it yeah like that's not the mindset but the mindset is if there's anything good in in what could come of free trade or whatever and and to be fair i don't know much about the document itself with legislation that's but then who who really you know because you were talking about some of the the legislation having to deal with uh, they could set up shop in another country so for example China uh, could set up a, a factory here to produce iPhones or widgets mm-hmm. it doesn't matter and in point workers at the same wages that they would pay them in China right which would technically go against the laws of the United States as a sovereign nation or any other nation that was kind uh, of a but part technically of that. if we assigned it to the TPP it wouldn't be against the law well right so you could have these 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 
these communities that move in uh, work in the factory. Right. In Utah or wherever. Wherever. Probably yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Work in the factory. Uh, make the products here. Yeah. So you don't have to ship them from China. Yeah. Um, pay the workers the same amount as you would pay them in China. And just shuffle them in and out every every 18 months, you know, as they're on work visas or whatever. Yeah. Well, and see, my whole thing, like when you say that, I'm like... But what it, and, what, and these people wouldn't be once they got to the United States on the work visa, they wouldn't be allowed to leave that complex, right? You know, they would be there. They wouldn't be allowed allowed to, you know. And my whole thing have is the kind like, of life in America that they would think, oh, I get to move to America. Yeah. No, you're still gonna you're just gonna be in a part of 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 America that's controlled by China because of business, which is just way easier to ship from. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it, because and, you can ship a thousand iPhones from Utah to New York, and the United, way cheaper than from Bangkok to New York. Sure. And 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 and. Uh, and and sidestep any tariffs and things that that wouldn't be involved in with that yeah. in international trade. And so so basically, what you'd have is you'd have small little island nations, or kind of like you have in embassies, right? Yeah. You know, because the sovereignty would apply to the nation to set up. But here's the so, thing: so so you'd have these little bastions of of Chinese uh, territory right smack dab in the middle right of, in the the United middle of another nation. United States, and the United States could do the same thing to them. Yeah. But and see my whole that's, thing that's just an example but but this what is the doors it's opening to right, do this. Right. And and my whole thing though is like but in I mean it was a verified documented fact that that the factories where they make iPhones in in China at, at least at one point it may not be that way anymore. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me for one second that Apple or Nike or any of these other kind of big huge huge global names and companies give a rat's ass about the people that are making the product. Yeah. Okay. Because they don't. Okay. They care about the profit, and but some of these dormitories had like nets around them because people would jump off so much, and they're like, "Well, we don't want you to kill yourself." And you're basically it's basically essentially a prison sentence where you get up every day and work fourteen hours, you know, assembling an iPad or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then go back to a dormitory. And so it's like, okay, well, what? I mean, we're already there, right? Your your Nikes, your Apples, your Disney, you know, your whatever already does that. Okay. So who who cares? Who cares? Like, if they can do that in Utah, then then if anything, then maybe the door would be open to, hey, you you have to treat them kind of a little bit fairly, <laughs> maybe and maybe not. Who knows? Maybe they would open up in Utah and there'd be nets around buildings. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But, anyways, th- that being said, I yeah I, I don't know where I totally land on the TPP. I know I'm still for Johnson, just because of how he aligns with me on so many other issues, but I don't know about this whole TPP thing and I don't you know well here's 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 I I can't tell you exactly that you should vote for Gary John or against Gary Johnson because he's for the TPP yeah or you should vote here's the thing uh Trump and Clinton are Mm -hmm. both liars they're both lying their way in to try to get into the White House yeah they're doing it in different ways yeah okay and on different issues in different different ways uh but they're both st- Trump has this image mm-hmm. that, that 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 he's personifying that he's not really that person. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's a form of lying and then uh Clinton's self-explanatory. Um uh, if if you don't know the ways that Clinton lies, then you should then just stay asleep un- for 40 years. Stay under the rock. Yeah. We don't want you. <laughs> You're you of no use to us. Yeah, and hopefully that rock will be paved over with a road. So <laughs> if we we know, if we know that a, they're they're they will lie at the drop of a hat for any reason. 
uh, and the TPP is unpopular, then therefore it stands logically, stands to reason that they would be lying about their being uh, against against the TPP. Yeah. Or any or yeah, any other. That, that's any my other, greatest fear is that you know. Okay. Well, but then and Johnson then, is for the TPP because he's he is he himself and I I honestly do believe this. You get to a certain point, you get enough traction. This election is where he can get enough traction if he gets a couple of the right key players well, behind him. Stage. That's I think that's right. Who line. want this? Who want the TPP passed? He can you know I will I'll come out for the TPP. I'll I'll pass it. You get me in the White House so I can do everything else I want to do. I will pass your TPP. And that's the compromise he is making to get in the White House. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the end zone is so close, and he doesn't want to do, be Nader, and he doesn't want to be a um, Ross Perot, and he doesn't want to be a, uh, um, a Ron Paul. Right, but... <laughs> it's happening! Yeah, that's right. I'm trying to pull up something here that I had posted to my Facebook, which I found. And this this, this was – and I don't know necessarily the truth to this, but a couple thoughts on Gary Johnson. Yes, I, I think maybe there's something to be said for he could get the traction out of, out of taking a stance like this. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of, of that very same coin, the hope of Johnson in the White House is slim and none. Okay? That's mostly none, right? Factually sure. speaking. sure. The big thing is for me as a supporter is the debates and the message and the and the look guys we got to do something about this yeah. this terrible system that gave you these two terrible candidates. Yeah. Now, and on the other because side, because it's of that not coin, about it's not about getting in our guy in the White House, right? It's about defeating the false ideology, th- this false really. idea, this false idea, this this wrongheaded dialectic of one or the other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of red or blue, and that's all the choices. Yeah. You know, and well, and so, and, and on the flip side of that coin, what does uh, what does Johnson have to lose? Yeah, yeah. like he 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 has obviously, and even in his personal life, he he has obviously accomplished. You know, it's not like Trump where this is the next thing, and I've got a story about this that that totally proves this here in a second. But like, it's not it's not a Trump thing, it's not a Clinton thing where it's where it's like you know you're from the family and the name and the establishment, like. He he doesn't have any of that. So and he's been the CEO of a of a pot company. He he's climbed every uh, one of the tallest mountains in the world, including Mount Everest. So who like what what could he possibly have to lose? He loses the election and goes right back to I don't know mountain biking or whatever yeah. whatever tickles his pickle. Now right? now, like he, now <laughs> there's, interesting there's about no... what you say what what Johnson's going to do after he loses, which was probably going to happen. But mm-hmm. what happens after he does? Uh, so after 2012. Dr. Ron Paul uh, hung it up, right? He retired. Yeah. And ever Well, no, it was 2008 was uh, Ron Paul's big thing. 2008, 2000. Because Gary Johnson was a libertarian nominee in 12. Yeah, but didn't he run in 12? Ron Paul? Paul? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I thought it was 08. I'm pretty sure it was 12, too. Maybe. Yeah. Either way. Uh, um. Uh, no, Ron Paul was running as a Republican in 2012. He that's wasn't right, a libertarian that's right, candidate. That's right, that's right. He was trying to do the full-on uh, upset like Trump did this yeah, year. Establishment, yeah. Um, so, so in 2012, when Ron Paul stopped, mm-hmm. all of his supporters, about, well, about half of his supporters, immediately jumped behind Rand Paul. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there was stuff, some stuff that came out about Rand Paul, and people backed off. Okay, no. but you had a lot of of the Ron Paul followers who were willing to back up Rand Paul, mm-hmm. 
And if Rand had played his cards right, he would have been able to take all of them. So what you have, and and then in the convention and uh, in a lot of other, you know, Ron Paul, I think, or Rand Paul, uh, during this election cycle, uh, he he maybe tried or at least gave wanted to give the image of trying. Yeah. But I think that there was a tremendous amount of political power um, and, uh, and, and cachet that he had from his father following 2012. And I think he used that, um, you know, in, among the power brokers of Washington to, to get various, uh, um, to get various bloating, voting blocks behind other people. Right, yeah, and I think what Gary Johnson has after this election is a huge uh, base mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of people of in two years are going to be looking at and saying, "Hey, Gary Johnson, why don't you tell your uh, your base to vote this way?" Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so his sort of endorsement power, yeah, <clears throat> exactly, yeah, and 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 what he can get out of that in, in two years. Either for his political career or for his bank account, maybe. And I think I think that's maybe one of the things he's looking towards. Um, yeah, he's not going to get elected, maybe. But if he plays nice right now during the election and doesn't make too much of a stir and just stirs the pot enough to pull some dissenters away from Trump, then he'll have played his role. And in two years. Or whenever, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he can, you know, hey, maybe there's maybe there's a cabinet appointment for him. Or maybe there's, you know, some other job for him. Hey, maybe Goldman Sachs is hiring all of a sudden. I, you know, <laughs> you never know. That's If Gary Johnson ever works for a financial institution like Goldman Sachs, I will... Well, I, he, he was fiscally responsible with the state of Arizona or New Mexico or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's I mean, Goldman, fiscally responsible is the last thing that Goldman he bounced, Sachs wants on the he, he <laughs> on the bench, that, though. Oh man, you're not kidding. He bounced that cactus budget, though. Yeah. He's got to be good with some some that's, sort of money. That's right. Uh, here's a clip, though. I posted it to my Facebook, but here's a clip of Gary Johnson on Pendulette show. And I guess Pendulette, what does he have a podcast or something? I don't. Uh, maybe <laughs> you know, you know those snooty podcasters. Pendulette <laughs> is a is is a very um. Very, very smart man, very well-spoken, very good orator, uh, uh, but... Uh, Talks about the dumbest su- stuff? Super, super liberal. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, this is a clip from him on his show, and I don't I, I don't know anything about him, yeah. to be fair. I Intelligent, do not know. logical, well-spoken, uh, liberal, liberal, liberal. Okay. Well, anyways, this is a clip. He says, you, you vetoed my bill, and I, <laughs> I laugh just like this, and I go... You know, I was wondering who was behind this bill. I mean, this bill is like highway robbery, and this is you, huh? And he goes, and he goes, yeah, it's my bill, and you vetoed it, and I give you $30,000 for your campaign. And I said, you know, there was never any discussion about this bill, and, you know, that's not what I'm about in any way whatsoever. And, you know, at the, would you like a refund? Would you like a refund? <clears throat> Anyways. But he was talking about a bill, uh, you know, when he was his governor, where somebody was mm-hmm. like, "You veto my bill, and I give you thirty thousand dollars for your campaign." And, and Johnson was essentially like, "Yeah, so what?" Yeah, like, you know, which again, governor, president, very different. Um, mm-hmm. But but that type of thing, maybe maybe helps me along in my own delusion. I don't know, but it helps me along in the idea that I don't feel like there's a big name or entity behind 
Johnson saying I'm for the TPP. I think at the very least he doesn't understand it and is um for free trade. Yeah. Right. But which is how a lot of libertarians, <coughs> particularly on the right, myself included, are with the abortion thing. Mm-hmm. I I'm for personal liberties, therefore I can't really write off the abortion thing e- e- even though I don't like it at all. Yeah. Right? Like that's that's kind of the split. Right. Yeah. So and, and and my guess is that when it comes to the TPP, that's where Johnson stands. And again, maybe that's just helping me along on my own delusion so I can hold Johnson up on that on that pedestal. But, <clears throat> you know, th- those are sort of my thoughts on, on Johnson and the TPP. But anyways, since we're on to the Johnson circle jerk portion well, of the show, we're <laughs> we're. You, the, I don't know, man, I, 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 I think about our political system and the bureaucracy that, that is our government. And it is set up, and I, I believe this wholeheartedly, the bureaucracy of our, our government is set up so that as soon as you get your foot in the door, you are compromised. And even to get your foot in the door, yeah. you have to compromise. You have to give somebody in, in power leverage over you that would end you. Therefore, you have to walk their path. You have to play by their rules. Just to get your foot in the door, you have to. You have to have been compromised. Um, yeah. Uh, it's 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 it's. So so I I don't trust any of them. Um. Yeah, you know Trump had some great memes. It was good times. <laughs> Our meme lord. Uh, many kecks were had, but you know. The back of my mind, even you know, buying that buying that hat, thinking, oh, this would be so hilarious. I'll wear it at work. People will be thirty dollars into the evil empire, Matt. And 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 thirty dollars of weed that you will never smoke. Well, realize that. Well, it's it's fine. <laughs> to Matt, he's sort of like a socialist when it comes to weed. The pie is. is I, I'm thinking. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I'm. Thi- I triggered about maybe five, six people. That's five dollars per trigger, <laughs> you know. And what's the loss? <laughs> there is no loss, right? And there were a couple times that I was walking, you know, in and out of Quick Trip with my Trump hat on, and people were like, "Hey, I like that hat." <laughs> I had this one kid. I had this one kid in this in this area. I I I don't even need to ask. I'm like, "Are you serious?" Like that? No, I absolutely believe that. No, no, no. It was, I was walking into... I remember quite vividly, actually, Jason had parked by, parked at the gas pump after work. To fill up. Fill up. And I'm walking in into the gas station, and this kid in camo comes from the gas pumps just behind <laughs> me to my right. And yeah. And maybe 17, 18, 19, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, sleeveless t-shirt, camo t-shirt, <laughs> right? Cargo pants, you know. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, you, you get the image, okay? Exactly. Uh, yeah, Missouri, St. Charles. Old, old Missouri boy. That's right. Uh, comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, I just want to shake your hand. I like that hat." I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh. voting for Trump?" He's like, "Yes, sir. He's gonna make America great again." And he's, then he's like, "Here, let me get that. Do- Here, let me get that door for you." And he pulls, holds, pulls the door open, and I'm walking out. And yeah, the most courtesy you've yeah, ever been shown yeah. in public. No, and he was like, he's like this old. He, you know, I, he, he looked at me. He's like this old, this old good Missouri boy here. That's incredible. You know? Little did he know that. Uh, yeah. It was all for kicks. It was right. all for laughs. That's None right. of it was serious. For the lulls. Uh, you can put him in the trolled category. Yeah, exactly. Not the triggered category, the but trolled. definitely the trolled. Yeah, that's right. You know. <laughs> that's, 
That's unreal. Yeah. That's a great story. Except I did vote for Trump in the primary, so. You did, but, yeah. uh, well, you know. What are you going to do? Great story. Compelling and rich. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. A great story. Mm-hmm. It was compelling and it was rich. Um, so, R-I-A-M-A, uh, today on Reddit. Don't know if you heard. Don't know if, you, don't know if you'd seen. But, uh... Hi, Reddit. We are a mountain climber, a fiction writer, and both former governors. We are Gary Johnson and Bill Weld, candidates for president and vice president. Ask us anything. Currently at 5,400 upvotes, 68% upvoted uh, on Reddit. It was on the top of my page. I don't know where it was in our all. Uh, probably, but, uh, ne- probably never made it. <laughs> yeah. Weird how that happens. Yeah. Uh, 6,800 comments, though, by God. We'll read a couple of the top ones and a couple of the responses, I thought. Just, okay. just for poops and giggles. And I would be surprised if the TPP didn't show up. Because, and, and again, further on that note, you mentioned that that the the hate for it is strong on Reddit. No, it's strong on Facebook. So so Johnson is doing a lot of this, uh, you know, like I'll get, I get notifications when he goes live on Facebook Live. And he'll be like, we're live in, you know, bump Iowa, mm-hmm. you know, for a campaign. And to be fair, some of these pictures have surfaced of both Trump and Clinton rallies where the media was like, packed crowd here tonight. And somebody in the back of the room was like, yeah, that's... By the way, there's plenty of room here. But Johnson's ones with these videos I've seen packed out. Yeah. Just just thought I'd By the say. way, uh, I just heard news. Bumfuck Iowa yeah. is now changing their name to Hobo Intimacy. Okay. Hobo they just, Intimacy they just Iowa. Wanna be, or, they just want to be a little bit you know, more... Progressive. Politically correct. That's right. A little more sensitive. That's right. So Hobo Intimacy. Hobo Intimacy yeah. Iowa. That's right. Uh, but, well, I was going to say, so every time he goes live... I'll be watching it, and it'll be a speech. He could be talking about, you know, healthcare or like, you know, which testicle he shaves first. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And there'll be people in the comments posting on this live video that are just scrolling by. The comments are scrolling by, and these people are like, "This man is scum that supports the TPP." Mm. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Anyways, here's a couple of the top questions and answers on uh, uh, this AMA, and they are tagged Bill Weld or Gary Johnson. So I will uh, say who's doing what. Top comment, 2,000 points. Governors Johnson and Weld, what is the campaign strategy to get into the debates if you are not at the 15% in the CPD polls? Is there a backup plan or any other leverage or influence you have that could get you in? Governor Bill Weld replied with 2,800 upvotes, the mission of the Commission on Debates is to educate people about the presidential election. 76% of all voters in the United States say they want Johnson Weld by name in the presidential debates. End of argument. So, that's... All right. Uh, and then Governor Bill Weld, yes, I guess he was replying to somebody, but yes, and another factor is that the commission as a tax-exempt nonprofit it has to be nonpartisan rather than partisan, than bipartisan. That's a legal test which could affect their tax-exempt status. So that's interesting. Um, Governor, Governor Johnson, what inspired you to switch party allegiance from the Republican to Libertarian? Governor Weld, what made you want to join the Libertarian Party? Uh, Johnson replied, shedding the social conservative dogma of the Republican Party. On behalf of Governor Weld, he feels the same way. Uh, You've made clear that marijuana legalization is a priority. What about other vices that create black markets like gambling, especially sports gambling, prostitution, question mark, etc.? I do believe that marijuana, this is Gary Johnson, I do believe that marijuana should be legalized, and I do believe that California will legalize it in November, which which will be a tipping point. An example of a black market in marijuana is Washington State, where a black market still survives due to too many taxes. Uh, let's see. Governor Johnson, what is the best way I can present the reason to vote for you to someone who does not want to vote for Secretary Clinton or Mr. Trump, but feels that a third-party vote is a waste? Thank you for your time. I really respect what you're trying to do. 
This answer was gilded twice with almost 5,000 upvotes from Gary Johnson. You may disagree with everything I have to say, but you'll see it done in complete transparency and honesty. The only wasted vote is a vote for someone you don't believe in. That's, I gotta say, that's that's sort of the the crux of the campaign, at least for me and my support. Because that's the thing, like, he, I mean, he, he said even from some of the, the town halls and, and debates and stuff, he, like, he's like, you know, if you always tell the truth, you have nothing to hide. <laughs> There's no story to remember. And that's that's what I can really respect about this. And, and I'll be the first to admit that on some answers and on some issues, they've been open to interpretation, hence the headline saying that he endorsed Black Lives Matter, uh, when really all he said was, yeah, I don't really know what to do about that, but it is kind of a thing, right? Like, like it can lead to some non-answers, but to me, that's the honest thing. Rather than put both feet in your mouth or look at the Democratic playbook, like the two other candidates, like at least you're saying, yeah, I don't really, haven't really thought about that, but uh, seems like a thing we should do something about. Like that's, I can respect that because at least that's, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like at least be honest with me. Don't just go to the party playbook or your own dumb shit ideas. Sure. Uh, do you believe it is the role of the U.S. government to maintain hundreds of military bases all over the world? Okay, that's a slow fastball down the middle. That doesn't. No, we would initially target a twenty percent reduction in those bases. Woo! He's not for globalism. Well, I think I think if you do if you do that <laughs> if you do tar- do controlled de-escalation of our military presence, I think you can do a lot for um, diplomacy with other countries, especially other superpowers. I'm thinking Russia, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking China. Um, oh, he also said he would pardon Edward Snowden here. Well, I mean, Edward Snowden is, he doesn't need to be pardoned. He's controlled opposition. There's a reason why uh, all the all the, the real hackers, the leakers, and everybody else are in prison or in jail. Mm. And the two people who are out in the media, and the media talks about the most, are sitting pretty in, in, uh, in, uh, embassies. in embassies. Why do you think that is? Uh, because they're there to to make us think that we're raging against, against the machine and we're doing something good and we're changing things. When in real, oh, when in reality, that, that weren't right. If you've got something, if you have pertinent information, mm-hmm. uh, put it out there. Why wait? Why wait? Oh, this is just your soapbox against Assange. Yeah, but okay, I, I mean, I've railed against in the past couple episodes, so I won't. I won't say anymore. Yeah. Hello, governors. Thank you for doing this AMA. What is your opinion on congressional term limits? Term limits is our one silver. This is Johnson or Bill Weld replying. Term limits, term limits is our one silver bullet uh, for the poisonous dysfunction in Washington D.C. If the Republicans and Democrats were only there for six or twelve years, they would do the right thing. I was the national chairman of U.S. term limits when I was governor. Governor Johnson, you've said that you love Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You might you might mm-hmm. be back in the camp now, Matt. Mm-hmm. If you could be one of the characters, who would you be and why? This may, this may seal the candidacy. This is going to tell. The, well, uh, what I'm going to do is here is well, you're going to tell me the answer, and then I'm going to rail I'm, against it. No, I'm going to, I'm <laughs> going to delve into the psyche the, the psyche of Gary Johnson. Okay. By the answer he gave. Okay. Go ahead. Perfect. <laughs> Go ahead. I would be Jon Snow. Oh. My favorite Game of Thrones scene is Jon Snow holding his sword, ready to be slain, only to survive. Matt, your two-minute rebuttal. <laughs> so number one, he picks. Number one, he picks <laughs> one of one. the most boring characters. Okay. Okay. Well. Number one. Uh, number two, he picks the clear hero. Okay. 
Well. Um, or the person who's set up to be the clear hero. Uh, it seems to me that he's he's trying to pick an answer that's not going to offend anybody, number one. And yes, if he would have said somebody else, people would have been very offended. If he just said, like, Jamie Lannister, people would have been like, his his campaign would have been over. People would have been like, Kingslayer, that guy, n- no good. Uh <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's a blase answer to me. That's a it's almost a non-answer, but it's not a. I don't know. Uh, huh. Hmm. Uh, interesting. Would you be in favor of an extensive overhaul of the Gun Control Act of 1968, completely redefining who should be de- deemed quote a prohibited person? Currently, the definitions mirror the unrest of the 1960s and have been proven ineffective. My suggestion is to ban anyone convicted of a crime of physical violence, including murder, assault, sexual assault, domestic mm-hmm. violence, stalking, hate crimes, terrorism, and criminal harassment. Persons convicted of a nonviolent felony should be removed from the list of prohibited persons, as should persons convicted of marijuana offenses or receiving medical marijuana. Governor Johnson replied, sounds like you should be a member of our administration. I agree with your premises. I don't know the details of the 1968 bill, but I'll become more in tune with them. Maybe we'll do one more here and then uh, and then we'll move on. Both of you have done a great job of showing why environmental protection is a legitimate government function. Current EPA regulations, however, are complicated, not effective enough, and can sometimes impede small businesses. As president, what reforms would you advocate to reform our regulations so that we can protect the environment while at the same time cutting back on waste, bureaucracy, and red tape? As government, or as governor, this is Gary Johnson replying, as governor, a specific example was allowing cleanup to take place even though it hadn't passed regulatory hurdles, which allowed for cleanup to occur and cost less. Can you be more specific by that? What do you mean by allowing cleanup? And then apparently a bunch of other people replied because then he edited that and said thanks for the additional info. I'm not sure the details. I'm not going to get into it. How was the view from the top of the world? On a more serious note, how was climbing Mount Everest change your view of humanity? As it should be, unmatched, Gary Johnson said. Since it all took place from Nepal, I saw happy people with nothing material. We have everything material, and we don't seem as happy as we should be. Fantastic, man. No, it's true. Uh, you yeah. know, things don't make you happy. I like it. I like, it. I'm, like I said, I'm still behind him. I'm not, I'm not sure where I land on the TPP thing. Yeah. But, uh, again, my guess is that like with so many other things, it's like, mm, I don't really know, but I'm for free trade. Yeah. At least that's what helps me sleep at night. And and you, you need <laughs> you, we need to be for people who are uh, going to disrupt the system mm-hmm. um, because that's that's what we need to do. Now, the whole globalist agenda, the the agenda of people who are uh, you, the one world government, the the powers that be. Uh, it is th- slowly and through small degrees do they change our world. Slowly and through small degrees do they make us slaves and keep us slaves. Um, and if we riot and revolt and uh, bloody revolution, and it'll be over real quick, and our children will go right back to the uh, pacifier that is Big Brother, that is the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to sl- we need to slowly and through small degrees fight back. Um, uh, you can put nonviolent protest in there. You can put uh, getting to know your local government and local politicians. Becoming involved in it. Becoming involved in processes of of bureaucracy and government. Um, and 
and through making small statements, no matter how insignificant they seem, like voting third party, like voting for Jill Stein, like voting for Gary Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's another two two cents. Now, do you have something specific you want to talk about next? Because there is something specific that we need to talk about. Oh, before. I think I know what you're talking about. Well, I've got it's, I've got something about Johnson, something about Trump. One one is just a side note by jo- about Johnson, uh, the, thepolitifact.com, These folks that like fact check everything that comes out of candidates' mouths. Uh-huh. Uh, Gary Johnson, I guess, said unauthorized immigration border crossings is at a 12 year low, and apparently they rated that at mostly true. Like like the mm-hmm. data pretty much suggests that it is a, it is it is at a 12 year low. Uh, so that was just a side note about Johnson that I thought was interesting that came across the my echo chamber. And then, and then we can move into Trump, or we can go on to what you were going to say. Let's finish up with Trump. So, speaking of, we, we mentioned a moment ago, candidates not winning. Have you seen this? Trump's uh, Trump's plan for when he, <laughs> for when his partner in crime, Hillary, gets ushered into the White House as she should be. What's that? Uh, apparently... Uh, Trump's impeding defeat is leading to a course of media speculation about his post-election plans. The two most off-sided assumptions are Trump will not quietly fade into the background, number one. Number two, Trump will eventually launch a Trump TV media venture. Okay, think in the vein of, I don't know, The Blaze or Infowars or something of that nature. Yeah. After speaking with a well-informed Trump insider, this is from the Washington Examiner, after speaking with a well-informed Trump insider name asked to be withheld, I can confirm that both assumptions are true. Let's take a deeper dive. Given Trump's addiction to media attention, it is impossible to believe that after November 8th, he will retreat quietly into his Fifth Avenue tower. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, yeah, apparently uh, Trump's new aim, poison a Clinton presidency. I can't wait to see Clinton be president and this guy just lose his shit like on a daily or weekly or whatever basis. This nonsense is going to come forth. Like this, this is gonna be great, Matt. Like we're not not only do we get the greatest show in this election cycle, but we could get like I don't know how long will he stick with it? Eighteen months? Like eight months? Ten months? Who knows? Like, but like a a like my god, dude! A if Trump, he did like a Blaze type thing, a Trump type, um, Trump TV. He could just call it Trump TV. Like a tr- my god, we could tr- have apps. But like well, a Trump, a Trump, t- uh, so beautiful, a Donald Trump new, news uh, news channel. Well, I don't know that it would be news, but what? Well, let's say let's say that it is quote unquote news. Yeah. It's loose news. Well, with it's, seven billion dollars, couldn't he just get a spot like on next I'm, to Dish I'm, Network? I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying MSNBC. I'm yeah. not saying CNN. No, I know. I'm just I'm not saying, saying Fox News. I'm saying like the headline news. Yeah, that that type of yeah. channel. Yeah, which headline news? It's it's your your Nancy Graces. And other fluff. You Dr. Drews, you're whatever. Well, not anymore since he and, said that Hillary's but it's, probably has brain damage. It's the it's the supermarket tabloid version mm-hmm. of a cable news channel. Mm-hmm. Now, and they they are very left leaning. They, I mean, they're, they're talk they're, about their demographic is no. is the soccer mom, and they okay? talk about what make what gets. Uh, now imagine uh, the same the type and same level of discourse as headline news, but Donald Trump. And and focused at the alt right. Imagine that. Imagine the juggernaut that that could be. Exactly. The yeah. ratings juggernaut. I'm it would, so pumped. It would. It would. It would. It would literally. It would be amazing. It would be the best cable news that there ever was. <laughs> now listen, listen, folks. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. I know cable news. Okay. Ted Turner. Ted Turner. He started CNN. Good. Good friend of mine. Okay. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Very good friend. Mm-hmm. No, great guy. Uh, but I could do cable news. Okay, they have and they have me on the shows all the time. You know why? You know why? Because he makes their ratings go up. Yeah, it makes their ratings go up when I'm on, and they know this. Now imagine if I was never on their shows again, but I was. Yeah, had my own network. Yeah. I would get all their ratings. MSNBC, Fox News, they would be dead. That's what he's I, thinking. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. And I can see it now. And and it, it is, it's one of those things where, as ridiculous as it is, and I think you relate, for folks like you and me, and, and me in particular, like it's one of those things that like, I just want, I want to see oh, yeah. that. Yeah. I want it. I want yeah. it. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh-huh. From the ground up, the whole idea, what it represents, what it, uh, you know, just the ideology behind the yeah. notion to do so is is awful. But mm, nom, 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 nom. you remember last remember last year? <laughs> it's and just maybe, so beautiful. Maybe you don't remember this, but last it's year it's like dicks out for Harambe. It's just no. yes, 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 yes. Last year, <laughs> Pizza Hut put out a pizza, as they do, that had uh, little pigs in a blanket for the crust. Are you serious? Yes, it was, I wasn't a, it was a hot dog pizza, like a stuffed crust hot, but with like with pigs the, in a blanket. Of cheese, it was. Wieners. Like like two or three of them per slice of pizza? Right. Okay? Right. Now, now, now it's terrible. Right. Right. It's absolute degeneracy. <laughs> yeah, but... But I ordered one. Uh, how was it, man? It was not that great. <laughs> but in your estimation, how many wieners were in the pizza? Uh, Well, 14 There's plus mine. only sex. <laughs> I haven't played that clip in forever. Not, I kind of let it die. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed all the all the wieners that were in that pie. Yeah, everything is sex. A warm pie with a with a a, a beautiful red sauce. Yeah, wieners and, all uh, around, and fourteen wieners plus, mm-hmm. but including your own. Yeah, yeah. Now, Matt Bukaki. <laughs> I was I was going to do one more joke on on that subject, and then we'll move on. Okay. Uh, so when you bit into the crust that had the wieners in it, yeah. What what was sort of the initial reaction when you realized that your wiener was smaller than the wieners in a pizza? Pizza. Well, first off, the wieners, not the greatest wieners, very <laughs> juicy though. Uh, you bite into one of the pigs in blanket, bursts in your mouth. Yeah, just explodes in your mouth. Let's move on. Uh, what do you got specific, Matt? What's coming up? Now, and if it's what I think it is, please be respectful. I will. Okay. Will, <laughs> will you? Because now I know that you're reconsidering how what your life is about. Because <laughs> I know what you're about to say. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Listeners have given that some thought. Citizens of both the great states of Virginia and Missouri. <laughs> Which is like 80% of our audience. Yeah. Uh, NSA computers far and wide. Sunday was it Sunday Monday evening. Mm-hmm. Monday evening, a a giant, in in the political landscape, a titan mm-hmm. of politics, a beacon of something or other <laughs> for social change, Man. or or not social change, keeping the way. Th- Keeping right, social right. things the way they were back when our grandparents were still zygotes. Zygotes. Right. Phyllis Schlafly has passed away. Mm-hmm. She has. That's right. Mm-hmm. 
92 years old she was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Surprised he wasn't running for president at that age, apparently. The, <laughs> the conservative icon, Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's, okay, so here's my homage to Phyllis Schlafly. I grew up uh, every Wednesday. <laughs> Never start by saying you woke up. Every human since the dawn of time has woken up. It's a waste of your time. When I, as I was growing up, terrible every Wednesday, up. we would, that was our errand day for the family. And my mom would load us all into the van, and we would go to the piano teacher's house and spend an hour and a half, two hours there. A couple of us took lessons, and then we would, we would go to the library, get some library books, go grocery shopping, usually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then head home. The entire time... We were in the van. Sounds like a great family afternoon. Going around St. Charles, Missouri. This was in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we would be listening to KSIV. <laughs> I in the afternoon. KSIV. And Eagle Forum would have... Um, the Eagle a, Moment or something, wasn't it? Half hour show, usually in the afternoon. Yeah. And then every every 30 minutes, twice an hour, you'd have the KSIV news update, which consists of at least a 60 second to... On maybe 120 second um, spot uh, spot from mm-hmm. Eagle Forum, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Concerned Women for America. That's right, CWA. You remember? Yeah. Concerned yeah. Women for America. I think my mom was a member. Um, God bless her. My mom was was as well. Yeah. Uh, during the 90s, especially among the homeschool community, there was a a huge. She had a lot of fans in yes. in St. Louis area. Yes. And in the Midwest. Well, it uh, seemed like the big fear, correct me if I'm wrong, was that at some point uh, they'd no longer be allowed to homeschool. That true. Like, that yeah, was like that the was giant mm-hmm. boogeyman in the sky yes. for that community. Phyllis Schlafly got a huge amount, and, and a lot of other a lot of other places, uh, focus on the family, they, a lot of other uh, conservative talk yeah. um, icons were very, uh, they're going to take your homeschooling away. Much like they fear with guns, they fear with the homeschooling. Yeah. Um, and the partial birth abortion thing was mm-hmm. a big thing, um, mm-hmm. or late term abortions were uh, was a big thing back then as well. Um, I remember one time we're sitting in in the van and driving along, and and uh, the Eagle Forum update comes on. Concerned women for America, and my little sister, who at the time was probably ten, eleven, yeah. She does literally this. <sighs> I'm tired of listening to the nosy women for America. <laughs> she called them the nosy women for America. And it stuck and was accurate. And and so, yeah, God bless. in our family, we, we refer to Phyllis Schlafly as the nosy women, woman for America. Mm. And, you know, well, that's, see, that's a else. nice personal anecdote. That, that was sweet, man. Yeah. So that was sweet. Uh, there's so there's there's maybe. A dozen or so jokes I remember from my childhood that yeah. if I can bring them up in conversation with a sibling of mine, yeah. they instantly remember, yeah. and we have a nice big laugh. Yeah, a nice it. moment there. That's uh, sweet. Yeah. That's one of those things. Yeah. Is is the nosy women for America. Yeah. Well, before her passing, I don't know if you... I, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or just off the show, but she, she was around long enough to, uh, you know, put her stamp of approval... On one Donald J. Trump, she was for president. She was. God bless. Now I have an article article here from CNN. Okay, that has. I do love CNN. Uh, layers. Ten quotes 
that defined Phyllis Schlafly's life as an anti-feminist. Now, there's a very serious, there's a very obvious bias against her in this article. Okay? Right. I'm going to pick... From CNN, you don't say. I, I do say. <laughs> um, we'll just go straight to the quotes. Okay. And you say if you agree with them or not. Okay. Okay, just just straight yay or nay? Yeah. Okay. The All Equal right, Rights Amendment, this. which was in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Okay. Um, which was her big crowning moment, right? Yeah, that was one of the things that she was... She, that's how she gained the well, I saw a lot of people in our St. Louis basically saying, yeah, it's kind of all she did. <laughs> I don't know if that was accurate. And but. it was also during the 90s, too. Uh, ERA means abortion funding, means homosexual privilege, means whatever else. Real specific there. Okay. Um, you can't be an American if you don't speak English. Our public schools should be <laughs> mandated to teach all children in English, which is true. There should be, you, a public school should teach children in English. The, the, the language of the land? Yes, yeah. if there's a large por- portion of Spanish population, say, uh, make sure that they learn English. Help them to learn it. Right. Uh, yeah, and, you know that's our national language. It's it's spoken by the majority of people. Yeah. If you most, be successful most in of the us, country, it's a good idea to learn. Most right? of us, it's spoken poorly, but still, yeah. we speak it. <laughs> the purpose of our military is to field the finest troops possible to defend our nation and win wars. The goal of feminists, however, is to as- to impose a mindless equality. Regardless of how many people it hurts, I agree with that quote. I, th- I think that 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 equality is good some places mm-hmm. and bad others. Yeah, I I tend to agree. Um, Most of the things you've said about equality, I tend to agree. I don't I don't think that women should serve in the military. Um, because, oh, at all? No. I well in in certain aspects, if they want to uh, right. work in a field office somewhere, yeah, or sure. the kitchen. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> uh that was a high five by the way radio but but should so so instead of the question being should women be allowed to be in the military yeah. in some form yeah should women be allowed to be combat troops yeah i don't think no. so yeah no um they can't do it as as, as well as a man can they just I don't can't think it's necessarily so much that for me so much as i don't know maybe there's just some uh, long lost, you know, teenage, uh, chivalrous self of mine that is like, no, we shouldn't. Why would we? Yeah. Like I wouldn't send, I wouldn't send my ten year old son to war either, mm-hmm. right? Because, well, no. Like, yeah. That's and, and maybe I, th- I feel like it's more that as opposed to, oh, well, they can't do it as good as a man. Like, well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they could. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner, y'all. Like, I don't. <laughs> now, there's a reason I'm not in the military. I'm sure right. there are many, many female combat troops that are going to perform who, way better than who you. could kill me before I even knew they were there. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, but, but you take uh, uh, somebody who's had full military training, give a, both a man and a woman f- equal training Yeah. and put them out in the field yeah. and see who performs better. Okay. That's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> On what she calls the transgender agenda. Hmm. Anyone with a child knows that children learn about the world through binary options, up or down, hot or cold, big or little, inside or outside, wet or dry. Agree so far. Good or bad, boy or girl, man or woman, but the radical feminists who staff women's studies departments at most colleges have propagated the idea that we have to get rid of gender binary along with the expectation of distinct roles for men and women. And that's that. That's, I agree with everything there th- that's except from, for the distinct roles part. That's from August 31st, two, August 31st 2016, so that's from... Yeah. A week ago, a week before she died, she said that. I except 
you disagree with the last part. I, I like I said, I agree with that whole part except for the distinct roles part. See, I like I, I, I'm more I'm more you know if my son sees a woman doing what is typically a man's job, uh, you know, construction work, I, I don't know whatever it would be. I don't. So what? She does the job. She gets a paycheck. Yeah. Everybody have a blessed That's day. That's the world we live like, in. Like I don't. I don't. I, I think the distinct roles part. Now, if you're speaking of in the family, and I think even even the data backs this up that most nuclear families of man, woman, kill, children mm-hmm. uh, operate better than than homosexual. Now, I'm for uh, gays being able to adopt, gay and lesbian couples being able to adopt. Sure. I'm totally for that. But in terms of uh, of roles, I don't like who, whatever you know. Yeah. I mean, having mom two, works all day, dad raises the kids. Who cares? Having having the kids are being raised. having two daddies is much much better than getting raped in foster care. Well, which you know, is you know who's who's the rapist? Let's just <laughs> it's 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 pretty obvious that that there's. I mean, that's where sexual predators go. Mm-hmm. They go after the orphans well. and the, those in the foster care and things like that. Uh, of course, climate changes. Many changes are due to factors which over humans have which humans have no control, such as winds, ocean currents, and sun activity. But the liberals want us to believe that climate change is also caused by gases expelled when humans burn so-called fossil fuels. Well, let's see. So she denies halfway that agree. humans have an impact on climate change. Uh, we do. Uh, it's not as much as other factors that happen, but we are rapidly helping to speed those factors up. Mm-hmm. On the gender pay gap is just is blank. The scene, the page is not loading for some reason, huh? Hmm. On women in combat, there's a reason why no woman has ever won our nation's highest award for valor. The Medal of Honor recognizes a willingness to change, to charge towards danger, to seek out and remove a threat while everyone else is running away. So she says women are cowards, which you know I I agree, women are cowards. I- <laughs> uh, Right. Yeah. Well, all the data in my 28 years of, of polling the universe, yeah, uh, all, all the data supports that. Well, they don't have balls. That's the main reason why. Well, and the whole issue is, you know, they want me to kill spiders for them and stuff. Like, and it just crashed. Oh. Hold on. Unbelievable. Fill uh, fill the air time. Fill the air. I don't necessarily have any distinct uh, memories of Phyllis Schlafly per se, but I I don't I can't remember if she was behind the casino movement. Do you remember this? Oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. It was a big deal that casinos were coming to the Midwest or the Missouri, really, and and there was like a a lobby, excuse me, here in Missouri to keep them from from being here. And to be fair, and I've gone to the casino. What it, I, I don't, to me, it's no, it's unlike any other form of entertainment that you would spend your money on, right? Like if I would spend my, if I would take forty dollars and and go see a movie with my wife and eat popcorn. Which is about what forty dollars would cover. It's the exact same thing as taking forty dollars in the casino. It's just different forms of entertainment. That's how I look at it. Now that being said, uh, this town has turned into a hole since that casino opened. Okay, and anybody who lives here cannot argue otherwise, unless you're a politician and you think the money's nice. Mm-hmm. That's it. This this town has turned into a shithole thanks to uh, the casinos. It's true. It is. And, 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 and if you deny detriment. that, you again go back under the rock that you live under. Yeah, and and stay there. Society no longer needs you. That's exactly right. We were getting on just fine with you yeah. under that rock, so, and is, so stay there. Back. It's where you're most comfortable. That's right. On globalism and foreign aid, it should be clear that teaching Americans we are now part of a global economy and teaching school children they are citizens of the world is a deceitful message to con us into a plan to add the poor countries around the earth to our list of. Welfare handout recipients. 
So she says that teaching children about that how they're a part of a, yeah. a global economy and a global system, yeah, um, is uh, trying to brainwash them into uh, basically putting poor countries are poor countries around the earth to our list of welfare handout recipients, meaning global aid, yeah, things like that. Well, here's my plan on that. Foreign aid. Don't teach them. And when they start to pay taxes and sort of come online and stuff. Yeah. Like maybe they're mid-20s. Then maybe they'll realize, oh, okay. Like the whole money system is controlled by things that are outside of my control or my influence. Yeah. And then they'll just be depressed folks like you and I. Like don't teach them. Just let them realize the horror that is. <laughs> On multi- multiculturalism and diversity, yeah. the United States is the world's most stunning example of a nation that has peacefully and successfully assimilated people from many disparate cultures. Yes and no. So why are some people trying to separate us into factions, emphasizing what divides us instead of what unites us? Uh, I mean, that's kind of like a non-answer or whatever, but I, I mean, I yeah. tend to agree. On the United Nations. Focus on the good stuff. We certainly don't need a committee of foreigners who call themselves expert to dictate our laws or customs. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yep. Good on you, Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, uh, go to some of the Reddit comments from Phyllis Schlafly. Let's hope Schlafly, the beer company, the local beer company here in St. Louis, yeah. puts out a sour called Phyllis. It would be a fitting tribute. Wow. Who'd drink a sour bitter blonde, though? Hmm. Uh, yeah, they don't like her. Yeah, <laughs> Reddit. You don't say. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't like her very much at all. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Um, but here's the thing: even even though she was a controversial figure, mm-hmm. uh, she, as I grow older, I guess you could say, um, number one, uh, Phyllis Schlafly, you were your your clown shoes, mm-hmm. and and you, you've been the butt of many jokes, mm-hmm. most of them funny. <laughs> Most of them true, Um, but uh, you were a woman of conviction who many people uh, looked up to. Um, I am more than glad to be homeschooled. It was the greatest thing that was ever done for my mind to allow myself to, rather than being having to sit in a classroom and follow somebody else's rules, I was allowed to educate myself. It gave me a love for learning. And it gave me a mind free from systems of control that everyone else who goes through public school yeah, that is subject construct. to. Yeah. The, the to social agree. system of control, the grading system of control, right? The disciplinary system of control. I, I, I never experienced those. It, it, it was good for me. And, and you were one of the people who, who stood up and, and helped to make homeschooled education a reality for a lot of, a lot of young That's people. That's true. That's true. Uh, and so... Uh, yeah, thank you for what you've done, uh, Ms. Schlafly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'd be saying this. When I first heard that she had died, I, th- I thought, well, oh. And then I thought, oh, man, we're going to have a great time making fun of her on the show. <laughs> and now here I sit reading ten of her quotes and thinking, I agree with most of what the bitch said. <laughs> I'm, be- I'm becoming, uh, I didn't want to become Rush Limbaugh, but I have some sort of weird yeah. amalgamation of, of like, yeah, I'm not, it's not pills, <laughs> it's not pills, but it's booze and weed, <laughs> you know, I'm just as angry, yeah. I'm just as frustrated, uh, have you seen, I hate the globalists just as much, yeah, that's right, 
Have um, you seen? Speaking of that, you know, that whole Rush Limbaugh idea, and 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 if you're not a Family Guy fan, that's fine, so be it. But have you seen the Rush Limbaugh episode? And to our listeners as well, yeah, I think again, so. If you're not a Family Guy fan, I get it. The cutaways, there, there, there's you can pick Family Guy apart all day. Yeah, God bless it. I, I like it for what it is, and so be it. Yeah, I like what I like. But the Rush Limbaugh episode does some fantastic poking because. Uh, Brian, obviously the huge liberal on the mm-hmm. show, the dog, uh, realizes that he's coming to town and then he goes and, and he's like, he gets in line and they're basically just say like, you know, F you, uh, mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh. And he's like, well, Brian, have you ever read one of my books? And which is funny because the voice was played by Rush Limbaugh, which Seth MacFarlane intentionally did because he's like, I think he'll be down with this. And Rush Limbaugh speaking on it afterwards was like, if you can't make fun of yourself, like what's the point, which I was yeah. kind of like. All right, yeah. I, I can respect that. Rush Limbaugh, it's art. just like Alec Jones, just like just like all these other celebrities on, yeah. and so I said celebrities. I didn't say journalists. I said celebrities. That's these right. celebrities on cable news, they know that ninety percent of their job is entertainment. Yeah, it's infotainment. Entertainment. Yeah, exactly. It's you know. I don't, yeah. Well, Glenn Beck's tagline for the longest time, and I I used to love Glenn Beck growing up. Speaking speaking yeah. of growing up, man, Glenn Beck was my shiznit. I used to listen to so much Glenn Beck because it was cool, man. He started, if I'm not mistaken, was kind of like a like a jocularity morning show, yeah. I believe. And then and then they started talking more and more about issues. And now you know, of course, you've got the Blaze and yeah. the Bastion of of. Well, he started. Whatever, he started stand up, trying to do comedy, and then moved into like the yeah. classic rock FM DJ sort of morning jock. Well, sort and, of thing. and the tagline for the longest time was the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Yeah, you're listening to the Glenn Beck Pride. Man, I can remember listening to that <laughs> so much, man. And they used to do. They used to predict the weekends. They used to do. I don't know if they still do it or not. They probably don't. You know, because they're too busy. I don't know. You know, slobbing Jesus's Mormon knob. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> they used to do a. Uh, what did they call it? Moron, moron, moron trivia, idiot of the week, something like that. But but the the premise was they would pick who was gonna uh, win uh, football games for the weekend, and they would do it on Thursdays because Thursday nights uh, is when the kind of football starts. Yeah, and then they would do they would call people in that town on like um, you know at Seven Elevens and stuff. Like they would intentionally get perhaps not your brightest folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would ask them questions, and then based on how many they got wrong or right versus the other town, that was who was going to win the game. Yeah. It's like a prediction. It was, it was hilarious. And I remember my young mind, I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Like, this is genius. Like, Glenn, you you, you master of comedy and wisdom. <laughs> like, anyways. But yeah, that was that was a big part of my growing up. Glenn, Glenn Beck and uh, Sean Hannity. I was never really into Rush. I was um, from the time I was. About- my dad was. My dad still is. Matter of fact, about a month ago, my dad sent me a text. This was right after the Dallas shootings. Actually, I believe it was the day after, and he just sent me a text, and he was like, um, uh, "If he's like, if you get the chance, try and listen to Rush's open mon- opening monologue from today's show." And I just saw it, and I was like at work, and I saw it. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that." <laughs> Like literally, I'm Maybe like, I'm like, because I know what he was talking about, and I know I'm going to disagree. Yeah. Because of the arguments that my father and I have gotten in yeah. over law enforcement. So. Uh, I listened to Rush. I'm not, I'm not going from down that road the time I was 12 years old to the time I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. About that time. Yeah. And then I stopped. Because uh, I was, I was, I'd grown out of it. Yeah. I think at that at that point, I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. It was an echo chamber. Yeah. It was just a circle jerk. Yeah. 
So, anyway, Phil Schlafly, rest in peace, you old bitch. <laughs> Any yeah. uh, anything else we? we I got? I, well, I've got one feel good story here, and then we can and then we can wrap it up. Okay. How about that? All right. uh, oh yeah, I don't know if I finished my thoughts. The Family Guy, the Family Guy episode. Then they, they they poke fun at at all of Rush, and 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 it's. It's actually pretty interesting because then Brian decides to become like a Republican. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's worth a watch out of out of all the mm. nonsense Family Guy's done. I think I I'll just I don't think I'll I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Thanks. Whatever. Go back to South Park where every episode's good. But anyways, yeah. and boom, it's not the roasted. not the same episode every single time. Well, it's not the same thing every single time. Well, we're, we're, we're not gonna go down. Peter, shut up, Meg. It, it's what it is. Shut up, Meg. Anyways, uh, from the BBC, uh-huh. our folks across the pond, as it were, uh, and we, we used to do stories like this all the time, and we don't anymore, so this is sort of, this is a little bit nostalgic for us, Matt. This is nice. This is a good feeling. Uh, cocaine worth 50 million pounds discovered at Coca-Cola plant. Did you see this headline? This, yeah. This real thing. Yeah, cocaine you know, street value. cocaine is what they put into Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, they used to, Matt. This is when it was first invented, you know, before we had all these stigmas about drugs. And yeah. it was just like, this makes you feel good. Do a lot of it. <laughs> like, can you imagine a world 100 years ago, like, where they would sell, like, lectures and, and, and stuff? Like, that was that was sort of the premise. Like, if you have a cold, here's, like, some super strong whiskey, and I'm calling it medicine because you feel better after you drink it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> oh, I'll take two bottles, sir. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Let's get uh... back to that. Like, forget science. Bro, <laughs> w- w- you do the same thing when you're like, I have a cold. Uh, I go across to St. Louis County and get my pseudo. Uh, you're 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 well, but you're low grade me- methamphetamine. Like no, that's what it is. No, pseudo. Okay, all right. Pseudofedrine is not a form of of. It's, yeah, no, you're right. It's no, you're right. It's a, it's, it's a it's decongestant. Not, mm, mm, okay. Yes. Is it? Do you, Here we go. <laughs> So, My favorite part of the show, the ridiculous conspiracy hour with Matt Hume. Amphetamine. Amphetamine salt. Okay? It's in the family of methamphetamine. Amphetamine salt is uh, uh, um, Adderall. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Adderall is five ounces, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah uh, you're, you're and every once in a while, I'll... I don't come across Adderall's very often, but it is... Well, it's not your cup of tea. No, but, but if you want to, you know, get some stuff done or whatever, it's popping Adderall, there you go. Uh, you know, one of the first things I, I, I feel when, when the Adderall starts to kick in? What's that? My sinus is clear. Oh, well, now we have one test subject. Obviously, obviously that, ladies and gentlemen, this just in... Uh... It happens in, in almost everyone. It's 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 no different, man. Like it's it, it does the hundred years it does ago. The same thing when you drink a have, beer. Have a half pint of whiskey. No, it doesn't. That, no, it doesn't. For me, it does. I used to when I was in college. If I had a cold, I'd love to tie one on that night because mm. I feel I feel great. I'm like like two hours into drinking. I'm like, I can breathe. This is amazing. Yeah. No, you're drunk. That's- uh, the the point being, the same drugs that get you high are the same drugs that help you not feel like shit. The point being, the point being, so, Matt did some scientific research on yeah. himself, and therefore is applicable to every scenario. Yeah, when you feel like shit, get high and you'll feel normal. When you feel normal, get high and you'll feel great. <laughs> oh, so perfect. they found a bunch of coke. 
Yeah, at, the, at a Coca Cola. Okay, plant. so well, yeah. here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right now, seventy kilograms. It's, by the way, it's it's uh largest finds in French soil. It's it's marijuana and heroin. Those are those are the most popular drugs. Cocaine isn't 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 nearly no, as popular. Alcohol and popular. caffeine. Oh yeah, logic bomb. Wow. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 um, be a jerk, Matt. Uh, you're listening cocaine to is Give no That longer, Some Thought, the no jerk zone. Cocaine is no longer as popular as, as it once was. Sexual pun intended. So they got to do something with all this cocaine. They can't. Just, they got to keep making it. They just can't have the supply line dry up. Dry up. <laughs> so we got to start putting it back into the coke. There you go. You know, maybe that's the mindset. There you go. Who are we to argue? Now I'm I'm, I'm sure that that Coca Cola doesn't sell cocaine laced <laughs> co- cola. Co- cocaine laced cola. Yeah. To, to first world countries. Yeah. But I'm sure those people in like Libya, yeah, and Somalia. Well, dude, when I went to they're Africa, getting, they're getting original Coke. They're getting getting Coke with cocaine. With cocaine, yeah, that was one thing. That cocaine, Coca Cola, cocaine, Coca Cola. That's right. Uh, that was one thing when I went to Africa. Uh, like I noticed, I'm like, wow, they they like Pepsi is like the biggest thing here. Like Pepsi and Coke. Like it was like you could go to any. I mean, it didn't matter that there was like you know a cobra on the porch or there wasn't a road to get there. You could go in and order a Coke. Like it was, it it was that prevalent, and you're like, oh my god, like this is, it's wild, that yeah, that well. stretch is that far. But anyways, yeah, yeah, fifty million uh, pounds worth of uh, cocaine are uh, seized at a French Coca Cola plant. Anyways, that was the, the most productive Coca Cola bottling plant exactly. in in the entire <laughs> That's world. Right. That's right. They shipped more Coca Cola. Yeah, and it's just two dudes in a forty eight hour just period. Two dudes. That's right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, they're in the bathroom every 10 minutes, but still, like, <laughs> right. that factory is moving. Yeah, that's right. They are moving and shaking. And they are getting things done. They're getting some Coca-Cola out the door. They're having a good time, too. Yeah, as soon as it gets bottled, it by the, I mean, it's out the door. Yeah. yeah. Now, they wreck their trucks all the time. Got to buy, you well, know, yeah. their truck budget is through the roof because you got to buy a new one because, you know, and then you get behind the wheel. That's, that's yeah. not always smart. But. Yeah. Anyways, so I have I have a thing here. Hopefully, this is what I think it is. I pulled it up. This is going to be we're gonna yeah, we 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 haven't ended on a song. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think in a couple of episodes, and I thought this would be the perfect song and the perfect episode to do so. This is going to be in memory, loving memory of our dear homegrown uh, political activist Phyllis Schlafly. This is a beloved song by a beloved author. This is the song Amazing Grace by Elvis Presley. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Quantico, West Virginia.
This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.